This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Trade deadline's coming. I don't know if I'm a little nervous about this or not. I do want to see because I want to I just, I kind of have always expected the Cavs to do something at the trade deadline. Yeah. It feels like in the Gilbert era, they're not scared. They haven't been scared once to make a move. Which I do think makes it fun as a fan, right? Like you can you can get into it, you can enjoy it because I don't know that standing pat has always been the mantra of the Cavaliers at the trade deadline. Always trying to get better, always trying to make the organization better, always trying to. And I really, really appreciate that out of the Cavaliers or any team. So, well, let me throw this one at you. Okay, the Brooklyn Nets are a very different-looking team. Kyrie's gone. Kevin Durant's gone. Ben Simmons is sitting there. He can't shoot. I would think that they're not going to stay in the top four. Okay, I would think the okay. Cavs have a great opportunity to stay in the top four, and who knows what happens from there. Does the implosion of the New, New Jersey, New York, back in the day, now Brooklyn Nets, huh. the, does their implosion make it more vital that the Cavaliers improve their chances by making a trade. In other words, hey, in other words, hey, another competitor is out of here. Your possible first-round opponent, out of here. Now it might be Atlanta. It might be Miami. There's one less team to compete with. We got to go. We got we to get, get better now. Or does it make you think, ah, oh, okay, one less. We're, we're sitting pretty. And even though this year is an opportunity, we're building long-term more than some of these teams. We're good. Everything's fine. I think with the, like the downfall of the, of the Nets right now, with you know Irving being traded and Durant being traded now, that it's almost like, and, and tell me if you can relate it to this. So, you know, like you're, you're like, oh, I wish I had a little bit more cash on me. And then all of a sudden you find a pair of pants that went through the washer and you realize there was like, 40 bucks in the pants, right? And you're like, oh, look at this. It's newfound money. It's money that you completely forgot about, and it's newfound money. Dan, you following this? Yes, he is. 
Not yet, but I'm yeah, wondering me, where it's at. Me, me neither. Keep going, Andy. Why? You've got I, me hooked. Keep well, going. I, I don't I'm like. Hooked. I don't. We're think not there the, yet. Keep yeah, going. I don't keep think going. the Cavs are any different than they were two weeks ago. And am I like I've heard you guys also talk a little bit about the schedule and how it's been very favorable, and we've had a lot of guys not play against Cavaliers. And it's just it's one of those deals where I think they are the five or the six team, but now all of a sudden, with the Nets falling quickly. And losing some key players, it's like unfound money. Like, oh, and now all of a sudden you jump into fourth without really having to do a whole lot other than playing the game, like finding that extra cash in your pocket. That's what I kind of think. It's like money you forgot you had that it's there, and now all of a sudden yeah, you're moving it, up in the it, standings because the team ahead of you decided, eh, you know what, we're done. I'm except, not what you're smelling, spilling, but it's more like getting 100 bucks on a scratch-off ticket. Except it's this. But you put the money in. The goal is not to finish fourth. The goal is to be able to beat the teams ahead of you. Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. How do you maybe, advance that maybe in the playoffs, Brooklyn. though? Brooklyn's out of there now, yeah. I, I would think. You know, Brooklyn has some young players. I don't think they're going to do anything. Dan's got his hand up in the air. That means something's happened. Is it? Is that the goal in 2023? Well, it should be the goal. Ev- Hold on. It should be the goal every year. What I've said is I don't think this team is built to win a championship this year. Right. They're not there yet. And and they're only not there yet because Evan Mobley's 21 and Darius Garland's 23. Right. And, and so you're thinking long term. But what my my question is this, because the Nets go, should it make you more jazzed up to go make, no pun intended, jazzed up to go make a trade? I don't necessarily think so because I'm okay with the idea of we're not as good as Boston and Milwaukee and Philadelphia now. But that, yeah, doesn't, I can't wake but that up and- doesn't mean we couldn't beat them in a series. And it also doesn't mean, this is, this is where I think, and I, I, I'm, I'm alone on this a lot. I don't think you disrupt anything long-term for a short-term gain in a year where I don't think you're going to win the Eastern Conference even if you make a trade. Okay, so please don't take this personally because we're not going to fight about this. You but I think that is, I just think that is such a loser's mentality that you think we can't compete for a championship this year if you think you can make a deal or not. Now, is it realistic? Okay, I'll buy your realistic part about that. I live in the that. real world. Well, I, I I don't because I'm telling you that hey, if you I – you get Joe I, Harris. That makes us a championship contender. Yeah, you know what? You can get all negative and try to throw no, in I'm little names No, I'm not negative. I'm being realistic. I'm just saying that if I own the Cavaliers, I want them to compete for a championship every year. I don't wake up in the beginning of the season going, well, it's a growth year well, and then, we're going to be then here. Then you should trade 21-year-old Evan Mobley for 34-year-old Kevin Durant. Why didn't you make that trade? Because they want to lean into it and they think that there's more – more to it than just this year but at some point that one now you just contradicted that, your own point but at some point 21 year old uh, Mobley figures it out and maybe plays a little bit above his head and maybe this team gets a little bit better and maybe they make a run for it because the other teams are slipping this is an opportunity for the Cavaliers I don't know that they're going to make a trade today and I don't know that they could make a trade that would make them an instant contender but when they wake up in the morning, if they think, well, we'll be a three seed or a four seed or let's get into the playoff tournament, that's wrong. I think when you start the season, you should say, what can we do to make it to the championship? I know sometimes it's not realistic, and you might say, well, we might not get there. But look, this season, the Cavaliers need to not be in that stupid play-in tournament, and they need to go out there and win a series. That's my, excuse me, that's my goal. But who knows, man? Roll the dice.
Let's see what they can do. And I think that's the way Dan Gilbert thinks. I don't think Dan Gilbert or anybody that is around him thinks, let's go for second place every year. Let's go for first. And I'm and okay. I do think he's learned a lot over the years. And too. I'm okay with that. I would love to see them make a move if they're not giving up future assets that could be detrimental down the road because they've already done that in picking up Donovan Mitchell. There's not a whole lot left to give up. So I, I'm not moving any of the young guys who I think can be a part of this. I'm not because I'm looking long-term. Stink a phone call. Man, true to my heart. Andy is in North Olmstead, home of the Eagles. Hi, Andy. How are you? Good. How about you guys? Good. What's going on, my man? Hey, I'd just like to ask uh, you guys about the trade deadline. Hey, Jeff, uh, I know you had recently said about hearing a few things. What about the Cavs making another deal with the Nets now with the glut of wings they have? Um, I, I mean, I threw out I a name don't... a minute ago, Andy. Okay. Who, who did you say, Jeff? I'm sorry. Joe Harris. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I would think they would have interest in Royce O'Neal, maybe even Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, you know, what, what, what they're getting Mikel Bridges and Cam Johnson. I mean, something has to give there. And they're and, open uh, for business. Oh, yeah. And, and you guys, what a year. I mean, the Cavs have an excellent home court advantage this year. And like Andy was kind of alluding to, I mean, why, hey, why not? Maybe we can crawl up to the second seed. You know, why not make a move? And and, and does, does anyone really believe that Lavert and Love are going to be here in a year or two? I don't see it. I really don't, Jeff. Lavert could be. Lavert could be. But he Andy, I'm with you. Real- I think the same thing. I, I'm with you. I, but Jeff's right. I just, I, I like, I don't know. Lavert's going to be here at the end of the day. And, and you guys, I want to take you back a year to the most important game we played last year, the elimination game with Atlanta. Uh, I know what you're going to say. Uh, you know what I'm going to say. Kevin Love Where played 10 love? minutes. Where was the love? Yeah, it's a good point, he Andy. He was healthy and he wasn't playing. Andy, good job. Good job out of your parents giving you a good first name, too. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> Appreciate you. Okay, guys. Take care. Kevin Love played, and that was a point I was going to make earlier in the show, Andy, and then we went to Andrew Siciliano. If Kevin Love were such a major factor here, why did he play 10 minutes in the most important game of the season? That's a good question. Cool Ray Bedford got about 45 seconds, my man. Go cool ahead. Ray. Hey, what is up, everybody? I'm about to bring some realism. Andy, let's, hey, let's stop talking about last year. Let's start talking about this year. I'm not talking we, about last year. I'm talking about this year. Go ahead. No, the last call talking about last year. Listen, Kevin Love is a vital part of this team. What we're not talking about, he's talking about growth and development of D-Way. Get rid of Kev LeVert. Let's go get Josh, I mean, Haywood, Gordon Haywood. All we need is a person that can shoot the ball, put the ball in the basket. We don't need another superstar. And let's, let's not forget, the team that beat the Boston Celtics two times in a row back-to-back this year was the Cleveland Cavaliers. So we are, so That was in August, about, wasn't it, Cool Ray? But guess what? Still when counts you, in the if, standing. If, let's put it like this. If, yeah, you fight some, if you fight somebody twice and you beat them twice, you got that confidence. They still got to figure out how to beat you. You don't got to figure out how to beat them. You've done it twice. So when we start talking about championship teams, let's stop sleeping on our Cavaliers. All we need is someone that can put the ball in the basket from the wing. Because we got Donovan Mitchell, we got we got Mobley, we got we got a ball in squad. You gonna need Kevin Love just to bring confidence to those younger guys. They D Wade when they miss a shot, he can go over there and say, "Listen, you know, clear your head. Let's go after the next one." Sometimes that's more important than the productivity on the court. Is what they say and bringing confidence up. This team has proven that they beat every single team in front of them already, especially the Boston Celtics. Teams better start looking out for the Cavs. 
We should be looking at what we're doing this year. Yes, the what a crap at, at the Brooklyn. Boy, did that just put the Cavs at the number three spot. I hope so. Cool, Ray. Thank you. We got to roll. Thanks, bud. Appreciate you. Cool, Ray and Bedford checking in. You want to check in, too? We're talking about the Cavs, trade possibilities, and what the future looks like, especially with Durant now heading to Phoenix and, you know, the team that was ahead of us in Brooklyn, uh, you know, dissolving, essentially, is the way it feels over the last couple days. We'll talk more about that coming up a little bit later in the hour. When we come back, Jeff Thomas is back, and he will fill his seat when we make Jeff Thomas do it. Next, Baskin and Phelps. Daryl Ryder, Browns beat reporter. Among other things, Cavaliers as well during the basketball season. Covers a lot of things. I think we should just call him the sports director. What do you think? He could be the sports director. What do you want to call him? No, there'd be money involved. Sports. we got to give him something. Another title. How about Browns beat reporter? Yeah, but he does more than the Browns. He's a man for all seasons, much him, like our friend how, Jeff Shadow. How about employee of the radio station? Oh, man. You are such a Debbie Downer. We're trying to lift our guy up. Lift him up. Don't tear him down. The stallion, Daryl Ryder. All right, that's better. You're going in a different direction, at least. The law dog, Daryl Ryder. Guy who accepts check every two weeks, Daryl Ryder. Is that what you want? (laughs) Yes, that's what I want. We don't owe him any titles. You really don't. Oh, God. Such a Debbie Downer when it comes to some of this stuff. Real world, baby. No, it doesn't have to be the real world. Make sure that paycheck shows up every Friday. You do realize that some people like working for things other than money, that they might actually enjoy what they do. And there are bigger things in mind. Tell you, your employer wants you to know that. I've I've spent 40 years not working for a living. I mean, this is great. Have you not ever seen any of these surveys? If if Poobah says, you know what, we'd love you to keep doing the show, we'd just like to not pay you, I think I'll find something else to do. You know, Great thought on this, if I, if I can divert for one I'll second. I'll give you another thought, but keep going, yes. Billy Packard just died, right? Yeah. I read something, and it was – he did an interview, like, in 2019, and he was asked about, you know, college basketball and missing it and everything else, and I thought, this is perfect because I thought, I understand completely, and I get it, and I think that's really cool. And they said something about, you know, going to college basketball games and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not completely sure on the dates on this, but I believe he left CBS in 2008. They did this thing in 2019, this podcast thing with him. And they asked him about going to games. And he goes, yep, you know, the last game I saw in person was the uh, last game I worked in 2008. And they said, really? And he said, yeah. He said, I spent decades watching college basketball, and I really enjoyed it. And now it's time to do other things I enjoy. Jeff. And that's why, hey, I love doing this. Poobot tells me you're not going to pay me anymore. I'm going to go do something else I enjoy. According to WorkRamp.com, which, uh, you know, we talk about that all the time on the show. I had a real point, and now you're, like, looking up stuff on the Internet. No, I'm telling you, I had a real point, too, that sometimes employees like recognition and appreciation. And to give Daryl a yeah, different title every other is okay. Friday. It, Jeff, there's more to life than a paycheck. Do you want to go to five seven eight zero zero nine two? Do you want the title or do you want paid? I enjoy coming to a job where I enjoy working, whether I have to sit across exactly. from you every day or not. But recognition and Wait, appreciation. If you don't enjoy sitting across from me, you've really like wasted the last eleven years. I probably have. That's true. <laughs> According to Workramp. Uh, organizations like they should recognize their employees. 
that a recent study found that employees showed a 56% increase in job performance when they felt a sense of belonging at work. Oh, you know what? You just explained chief strategy officer and Paul D. Podesta. <laughs> hey, Paul. How about chief strategy officer? Yes! Oh, I'll enjoy that. Yes! He gets paid for it, though. Oh, I, I knew my mic was going to get turned off at some point. I thought he'd come in here. All he had to do, all the poop I had to do was come in here. It wouldn't cost him a penny. I don't want to tell him how to manage. Just come here and say, you know what? I appreciate you guys. You guys do a good job. Thanks. Appreciate it. He's going to tell us that a week from tomorrow. He doesn't. It's not from him. No, it sort of is from him, is it? I don't know. Did I just well, have... if he didn't want us to get it, we probably wouldn't. Uh, that's probably true. Ten-year milestones. Meeting or surpassing company goals. What'd you get for promotions. our ten year anniversary, Andy? No, do you remember we got those really nice desk weights from CBS when we were owned by CBS that said, Congratulations on your five years here. What'd you get on ten? Uh I don't I guess we got to work. Two one six five seven eight zero zero nine two is the number to join us. NBA trade deadline coming up at three. Let me get the ship back in the water. What are the Cavs going to do, Jeff? Are they going to make a move? Yes or no? You need to tell me. I want the answer from you. Are the Cavs going to make a move? Yes or no? Let me let me check. Hey, Kobe. No? Okay. Apparently, I'll bet they do. Small move, trade a second rounder, or Kevin Love, gone. What do you think? That's what I think. Uh, Okay. Our, our, buddy, our buddy Chris Fedor just had something up there on the Twitter, Dan, didn't he? What did he say? Yeah, he's know. he had in his piece yesterday yeah, about Keep an Royce, eye on Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn with Royce O'Neal. They've got a boatload of wings and that stuff, and nobody's 100% sure what Brooklyn is doing. Now, the interesting part of that, though, guys, uh, this according to Jake Fisher of Yahoo Sports, the Brooklyn blockbuster Kevin Durant trade with Phoenix is not yet official, mm. which could allow the Nets to expand the deal. We all know the Cavaliers love to hop in and be the third team at a pivot point and get something out of it. Yeah. It's the Jared Allen trade. Nothing wrong with that. Put the low. Uh, if, Sham if he, Sharania, the athletic Boston Celtics are acquiring shooting big man, Mike Mascala from the Oklahoma city thunder hmm. sources tell the athletic and stadium. Thunder will trade anything that's not nailed down or named Shay or Chet or Lou Dort. They did extend Lou Dort for Jalen or Jalen. Jalen. <laughs> Lou Dort. I love that name. I mean, who came up with Lou Dort? If Mr. and Mrs. Dort, apparently. Boston sending Justin Jackson and two second round picks to Oklahoma City for Mike Mascala. Again, doesn't move the needle a whole lot, but keep you up to date on everything going on for the deadline. By the way, am I the only guy in North America, and I believe the answer to this is yes, who would love to see the Cavaliers sign Josh Jackson? Yes. Okay, I, th- I think I am. So you, that he's the only guy, or you would like to no, see him? No, I think I'm the only guy. I've liked him since he came out of Kansas. Hmm. I'm he's trying a, to... he's, a, he's been an underachiever in his NBA career. And you want Joe Harris back, right? Yeah. This no, is... I didn't say that. I threw oh. the name out. I, I'd like to see Joe Harris be about six foot nine. Then I'd want him back. That's only three inches. It's still time to stretch them out, isn't it? If they want Karis Levert for Joe Harris, you got something to talk about. Problem is, too, is they're not they're not one piece away 
from making a serious, Cavs, serious move. Yes, the yeah, Cavaliers. See, like, that's exactly my thought, and, too. And so I'm I'm at the point where I'd almost want to just pocket everything I need until the offseason when I could package it and get more. Wait a wait a wait to join like, the way to join the club, Dan. Like I, I just wait to join sit the club. Back. Let's not do anything. We'll wait till next year. No, let the kids play. Yes. Let the kids play. Let's see what they can do. Let's put Isaac Okoro in a playoff series and see if 40% from three-point line hangs up, holds up like I, it has I, the last I, month. I'm, I'm sorry. Going in a different direction. Yeah, I knew you were going to. No, I mean, but that's that. that's what I want to see. I want to see these guys when the pressure is on them to see who can sink and who can swim before I'm turning around and making moves. At least for anything that isn't, you know, major. Like, hey, if you, okay, fine. You want to trade a second-round pick and bring in Eric Gordon? Fine. Sure. I'm not going to. Nobody's going to get mad at anything like that. It's just more like, let's see what the kids can do. Let's see what the chemistry looks like. Go into the offseason when more things are available and make some moves then. Maybe be a pivot point in this Durant trade. I just think they're there. I think the opportunities are. I just don't know what players you would bring in without without moving a core piece. Royce O'Neal would be the one that makes sense because you got him for two years. So you got yeah. him for next year as well. But, but now let's, you know, he's that, the he's the, Okay, he's the Draymond Green without getting Draymond Green. And uh, a, that now has become a thing, you know? Everybody wants that guy who's scrappy and tough, and you can bring him in and put him on your team, and, boy, we have our Draymond. Or some, you know, something that resembles that. Who's also shooting 40% from three. Yeah, it, which isn't bad. You know, but he, he's also, you know, he's also averaging, what, like eight points a game. So that's okay, because you don't need him to do it, but... I get that, but I go back to what you said, Dan, because I've thought this the whole time. They're not just one piece away. What they what they're away is young guys maturing. And Darius Garland's really good. Imagine what he's going to be in two or three years. Evan Mobley, I think, could be phenomenal. Imagine what he's going to be in three years. And and that's why I think you can tinker now, Andy, and bring in something that's going to help you. But I don't think. And and I don't think they will. I, I don't think the Cavs give up any more future assets that they really value for anything to help this team. You know, you, you want to get people fired up? I, I made Menigan mad with this one earlier today. Okay. And then I walked in the door and Poobah said something to me, and I said it to Poobah, and he went, oh, no. that." And then I explained, and he went, you know what, you're right. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. The... The Phoenix Suns just acquired Kevin Durant for less than it cost the Cavs to get Donovan Mitchell. Say what? You just picked up Kevin Durant. Okay. If you're Phoenix. You're saying that Phoenix for less made than a the better Cavs deal than the Cavs get... did. No, I didn't say they made a well, better deal. if you're saying deal. it's for less, you're saying it's for better. I'm not. You, you don't put words in my mouth. Well, I said for less. Now... What happens there is you have to figure out, okay, well, what's more valuable to you? Is it a 26-year-old, 7-year-old, 6'1 guard who is pretty healthy throughout his career? Or is it a 6-foot, 10-inch, absolute beast of an NBA player who gets injured now and then? And you get T.J. Warren, who I absolutely love in the deal. Because you've given up interesting compensation on both sides. You know, I'd say the best guy giving up is Lowry Marketing. And Dan would say, nope, it's Mikhail Bridges. Politely disagree. Yeah, see, he disagrees. All right, so Bridges, Bridges versus averaging yeah. 17. I mean, really, is that what the trade Marketing's comes down to? an all-star. To? 
No. One of them is on a crappy team where someone has to score the points, and the right. other one was on a team that was in the finals two years ago. And was the fourth wheel on that team. Would you rather be the fourth wheel on a team or the guy who's the crappy team that's got to score points? I would love to have Lowry Markkinen myself. I would love to have Mikael Bridges. I want Lowry Plus one plays defense. 6'11". One I plays defense. Can't coach it. Yeah, great. We'll yell at each other later. We have to go to break. Uh, I'm just trying to figure out. Oh, oh, all right, yeah, let's go to break. I want to dive more into this here in a second, too. But we also have Daryl Ryder, who also covers the Cavs. So we'll talk about that with him, too. And uh, coming up even later in the show, we'll talk to Kelsey Russo. Uh, the athletic Cavs, uh, Cavs beat reporter is going to join us at 1 o'clock. So we've got all kinds of good stuff coming up right here on Baskin and Phelps. 216-578-0092. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 